In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fay. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm not living a fantasy, but I'm about to because it's fantasy booking time. Awesome. We're also joined by our brother from up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on? It goes on. Hockey is back. I was ecstatic today. Watched myself some two games of the <sighs> hockey. Saw the Flyers beat the Penguins. And uh, I saw Montreal lose. I am from Montreal, but I absolutely hate them as a team. So it was a good day for me, guys. It was a good day. Can you spell you. the word for excited that you used? Sorry? Spell the word that you used for excited. Excited. E X C I T. No, that's not what you said. You said you said ecstatic. So I'm just curious how you spell that. I didn't say ecstatic. I said excited. You did say ecstatic. Oh, I did. Okay, fair enough. Ecstatic is spelled a certain way. Well, it usually is spelled with a C instead of an S, so it's ecstatic. But that's it's okay. <laughs> Maybe he fair was enough. just trying to point out that he's got a lot of static cling. I'm going to be ecstatic. grammar. I'm going to be the grammar. Um, I don't want to be a Nazi. So like, um, yeah, we've already got enough of them. Maoist? Can I be the grammar Maoist? That's, that's worse than being a Nazi. There's more murder there. I don't know. I'll figure out what, what grammar I'm going to be. Uh, before yeah. we get into this, I always like to remind people raw and order is part of the Tatnus co podcast network. So make sure to head over to tatnusco.com and check out the other shows on the network. Um, some great stuff to listen to, including uh, In the Dice Box Slam, which we always mention because it has AEW's own Nyla Rose involved in it. So uh, wrestling related in that respect. It's also very, very nerdy and very, very fun. So if you are new to this show, the premise is very simple. We're going to take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We do not discuss them in advance, so it's entirely off the cuff. Um, and, you know, before we get into all that, though, uh, make sure to click the like and the share button on this and share it to all your friends so that everyone else can hear this as well. So Good. let's get, go ahead and get into this fantasy booking. And yeah. um, I can't remember if I went. I think I went last last time. Yep, mine yeah. was pretty yeah. big. Um, mine's also kind of big this time, so it's up to you guys if you want to just I'd get go it first. started. Mine's, mine's lame and fun. Okay. Both at the same time. And lame so, and fun. And, it sounds like something an ex-girlfriend would have described me as. Oh, my, it's lame but my, fun. Yeah. <laughs> ex-girlfriend? Maybe your wife? <laughs> no, she's too nice to use the word lame. She'd water it down. Well, at least it wouldn't be inadequate and fun. <laughs> well, I'm not saying she wouldn't say You're that. Just I'm just saying she's really wife. nice. <laughs> anyway. So, um, 
we like to do these challenges on occasion where or we like to discuss certain uh, people in history that um, have maybe had multiple faces or more multiple people play the character uh, a good example would be diesel and fake diesel or um, in fact Glenn Jacobs being both doctor or being all of dr. Isaac Yankum uh, fake diesel and Kane and McFoley has been three characters, well, like five characters, but three big characters. And so I'm going to have you take and pick three of your favorite wrestlers right now. Just pick whomever you want, but they're active wrestlers and give them either a multiple faces or a fake version of them because they left. Because they left. I mean, yep. Like they left whatever promotion they were in as. So if you were going to use, obviously can't use Chris Jericho because there's only Chris Jericho as Chris Jericho. But let's pretend for a moment that AEW itself owns the rights to Luchasaurus. Have somebody else come in as Luchasaurus. Or you can have Luchasaurus and then um, Lucho, Lucha Raptor and, you know, um, I don't know medieval lucha because that makes sense because he has a degree in medieval arts a master's well, in medieval well, I, I already medieval know at least knowledge. one of mine so I'll go, go first and then I'll wing it for the other two. Um, but the first one would be Finn Balor leaves WWE to go I don't know back to New Japan or something like that right uh, but WWE's like well we own the Finn Balor name because his uh, wrestling name elsewhere is uh, Prince Devitt uh, based on his real name <clears throat> and they're yes. like and you also never did the demon character elsewhere so so we're gonna have fake demon <laughs> okay um who's gonna play it who would play it is gonna be the fun thing um well yeah that's I'm... what makes it fun because Glenn Jacobs did make a good diesel and fake Razor Ramon was even worse uh give me one second because I'm pulling up Please, I God. really should have already pulled this up, but please, God, say Otis. Please, God, say Otis. <laughs> no, it's not gonna be Otis. <laughs> um, uh, maybe him. Maybe. I can't even imagine Otis trying to do a sling blade since we're filling in some gaps here. How much <laughs> fun would that be? <laughs> I'm sure you could do a sling blade, though. Yeah, it's it's a relatively simple move. It just would be. I've I don't know it. if he in his body that fast when he's jumping. Go I've ahead. got it. I've got it. Bo Dallas. He's not doing anything. Bo Dallas. Else. Bo Dallas is fake demon. Fake demon. <laughs> Fair enough. No, he's, he's back. Look, it's the demon. It, look, it's the demon. <laughs> Do you not believe in the demon? Oh, <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> just thinking about it just reminds me of like liar, liar, Carrie Elwa's character. You're scared of the claw. <laughs> it's the demon. You're scared of the demon. <laughs> Look at the demon. He's scary. Comes out on his hands and knees. Ooh. <laughs> I can see it. And then you have a battle between him and his brother. Exactly. Oh, oh, the demon's going after the fiend. Oh, geez. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. There's one. You got two more. I got two more that I gotta do. They don't have to be fakes. You can have multiple faces of one person, too. So you could have the four faces of Apollo Crews if you wanted. I don't even like the first face of Apollo Crews. He's too nice. He's too nice. He's an amazing talent, but I don't like his character. 
I like that smile though. Yeah, that smile just makes me love that. He's got a he's got a beautiful smile, but he just kind of uh in inhabits the uh smiley black guy character for WWE. <laughs> he's he's their token black guy. Isn't that yeah. Bobby Lashley right now? Well, Bobby Lashley right now is uh, the only black guy that's allowed to look angry. That's everyone that's else. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Has to gyrate or or be yeah. happy. Yep, smile and gyrate and be funny. Um so so another one that that I feel like we're going to I, I honestly feel like we're on the verge of fake Velveteen Dream. So Oh my gosh. Let's just let's just go right out with it. Fake Velveteen Dream. Um I just have to figure out who I would fake Velveteen. They kinda gotta have that big old booty that he's got. Or maybe not, I don't know. Have it be a woman. That'd be hilarious. I thought about that, but then I thought, you know who I would love to see in purple velvet coming out? Big E. <laughs> I mean, he is being a single computer now. You never I know. And be like, hey, man, you look a lot like a guy I used to know. Well, I'm sorry. I have that effect on people. <laughs> Love team dream. E R E A M dream. Okay. So one more, though. I am thinking. Hmm, I'm thinking Alistair Black could use at least one more persona. Ooh. Is there going to be a corporate Alistair Black? Maybe. I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, corporate makes a lot of sense for him. It's the anti his character, like Cactus Mm -hmm. Jack. Yeah. You could have, you could have corporate Alistair and then you could also have a hippie Alistair. (laughs) You could also technically have like an angelic Alistair. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, you know, an angel he has his wings for some reason instead of a you know but of course he comes out with victoria's secret wings on that would be fantastic <laughs> i don't know you say victoria's What's secret good? then you say well maybe he should just come out with victoria's secret models oh sure hey, i mean this sexist. is vince we're talking about it is and vince. then um. And then uh, you could eventually lead it to uh, Zelina Vega being jealous and and kicking his ass. <laughs> yep. But, but, so so I'm thinking, yeah, the the good guy would be Alistair White because you know symbolism. <laughs> uh, and then um, what would be a good one for uh, corporate Alistair? You you'd have to give him like a middle initial, Alistair T. Black, Esquire. <laughs> Esquire the third. <laughs> He's got his hair parted in the middle, nicely coiffed. A little they bit of makeup to cover. A, a corporate tattoo. guy in a long time. I think Kane was the last one. Well, it's, it's kind of the side effect of them getting rid of authority figures. Yeah. Sorry. Because they don't. If there's no authority figures. Yeah. But they, that's why I use the air quotes, but you couldn't see it. But they got rid of authority figures, um, which means they can't have like this that whole corporate gimmick right now because there's no corporate. Um, and yeah, I get it. I was getting a little tired of Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon being on the show all the time. But that's why the GM role was created. So you could have someone else play that authority figure and be the heel. And it works. I don't know. Yep particular authority figure we have right now by the name of William Regal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does a great job. Yes. Move him to Raw. 
I always loved William Regal. What is he doing, William Regal, right now? He's just an NXT He's being quarantine, a quarantine, but he does videos of him uh, with making uh, yeah, making matches. Mm. But he is under quarantine. Uh, well, he hasn't been on the show, so I have to assume he's quarantining. Right. Yeah. Didn't he intro Keith Lee for Keith Lee's video about abandoning the NXT? I think he did. Yeah. So, so he made a slight appearance, but once again, it was he wasn't actually there. It was just a video of him saying, "We have a special announcement. Take it away, Keith Lee." Anyways, so those are my three: two people with fake and one person with. Four different angles. <laughs> oh, poor Alistair Black. <laughs> um, so for some reason, instantly when you made this a thing, I was thinking of Otis and <laughs> yeah, I was Before thinking I of Otis. Uh, no, when you said Otis, but then I'm like, oh, so I would put Otis and Dolph Ziggler together, and they would be too cool in a different federation and back is like we want too cool to come back it's going to be funny so otis would be the scotty too hottie and then grandmaster sexy the dolph ziggler because we still got the worm going on i'm not sure who to put as rikishi if we're going to put rikishi in this um but definitely otis as scotty too hottie and dolph ziggler as grandmaster sexy because I feel like he can be as cocky as Grandmaster Sexay was. Although he isn't as silly as Grandmaster Sexay was. Um, for some reason, that just instantly came in my head. So I figured I might as well just use it. So so, so they became too cool. But that's that's a former one. But I'll, I'll let it pass because it's funny. Fair. I Thank, mean, you. Thank te- you. Technically, it's, it's actually doing both sides of your coin. Yes, it is. It, it's... it's uh, them being fake too cool and it's yeah. also giving two or three wrestlers in wwe new personas so it's doing it both he's doing a double doing double, a double. Double, double 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 better pay double. me that over time double duty i said duty today <laughs> duty duty um yeah let's see i wanted to do a faces option i would really so I would really like to see a three faces of Nikki Cross. So we have the Sanity Nikki, which is technically different from her Nikki now, but she's still kind of crazy. So I'm not sure if you can place them still together, but I feel like Sanity, she was more like psychotic, whereas now she's just too overly excited. Like she's just always nervous and overly excited. So that's technically already two faces the WWE already has done but they don't mention them together they want to just disregard nikki as the sanity nikki but i would like the sanity nikki the overly excited nikki that she is and almost like an alistair black nikki where it's more just like she doesn't talk and she's more serious and she's just more like demonic see i was thinking a a raven-esque um apathetic nikki lee fun she just kind of comes to the ring and sits down in the corner and like whatever i don't care okay <laughs> fair that might be yeah but i feel like that's also yeah it's true no because sanity she was more just psychotic and she was still bouncy 
Yeah, I, I like that idea better, actually. Her as a Raven-esque character. I don't know, because they have to do something with her, because her and Alexa Bliss are half, I hope, are going to be over soon, because I'm done with this friendship. I feel like Nikki's just... Um, Nikki is just a... You know, she's never going to go anywhere. She's always going to be in uh, Alexa's uh, coat... Running Alexa's coattails, if you will. So... I definitely would like her to do something else. So Raven-esque Nikki, Insanity Nikki, and uh, just her overly angelic hyper Nikki, if you will. Does that count or no? Because technically... Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty. Three different versions of Nikki. That's that's on point, brother. On point. Um, Then I would like to see Hangman Page come in as the fake Bradshaw. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, easy. And then he would, uh, so he would have the fake Bradshaw character, and then he would also do an APA kind of style as well. Since he loves drinking beer, he can certainly sit at that poker table, and he is going to be playing poker with the fake Ron Simmons, who is going to be no black guys in AEW. Sorry, but I don't have to pick AEW. <laughs> Good point. Yep. Uh, I'm just trying to see who would mesh well. Um, Kofi. Moose. Moose. Yeah, I was going to say Moose. 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 Would, yeah. Moose. It's just I haven't seen too much of his personality. But then again, Ron doesn't necessarily have a personality either. So. Oh, he did. They just limited really? later. Really? Damn. That's all his personality. But he did originally. He was basically yeah. Tony Nese originally. He was a super athlete. Yeah, it's true. It's been a while. It's definitely been a while. Now I feel like they just gave uh, what's his face's Farouk's move set, uh, Bobby Lashley. They just gave Bobby Lashley's Farouk Farouk move set, if you will, and just Control C, Control V. Because honestly, I feel like the MVP thing could be like the new domination. The Slow nation. to that. Domination. We are the nation. Well, with with Ron Simmons appearing last week on Raw, there was a lot of speculation that that's what they we're doing but i think it was more wwe going back to the let's bring on some some uh classic superstars to try to pop a rating because then they did it again this week with uh uh mark henry being there apropos of nothing right well i mean he predicted a sure they might still be bringing it back i mean what are the odds you get farouk one time then you get mark henry and then what is next week going to be the godfather like, are you just going to bring all of the old school nation of domination people out? Can't bring Dee Brown because he worked for Impact. But yeah. uh, it, it, here's the old. I, I would be more likely to believe it if they would have had Mark Henry uh, interacting with uh, MVP or, or Farouk or, you know, um, Bobby Lashley or something like that. But they had they had Mark Henry there talking to uh, Ruby Riot and... Um, uh, Bianca Belair, who have no connection to it whatsoever. So that's why I I really do feel like it was probably just, hey, let's bring some Hall of Famers back to see if we can pop a rating. Okay, didn't, Damn. didn't seem well, to work. Well, Mister, you know, yeah, I don't I don't know if I don't know if in uh, especially America right now, uh, doing a militant uh, African American group would be the best. Um, best choice in this political climate. I think that's the perfect time, though. No, I, 
Hey, they've tried doing perfect time stuff like that before, and it's been really insensitive. Yeah, I, I that's that's what it comes down to. It's I don't trust Vince McMahon's WWE to do it without being really insensitive, right? I mean, the Nation of Domination back in the day was was uh, incredibly tw- insensitive. Yeah, insensitive and and twenty years late to the Black Panther movement. You know, right? Forty years, whatever. Anyways, yeah, maybe with because of this whole cancel culture thing, it might just because no one said anything back then about the nation. You know what I mean? No one. Oh, people like, said it just didn't get traction. Didn't get traction because we didn't have a twenty-four hour news cycle. We didn't have the internet to to spread stuff like wildfire. But even more than that, twenty years ago, the political climate was different, and uh, uh, the black culture in general felt like they were already being ignored and felt like they couldn't speak out one way or another and so they finally got a voice now i have a feeling they would speak out Mm, i don't i just don't think it would be a good idea for wwe to open that particular can of worms especially considering um the political ties that vince mcmahon has um i think i think it would just be opening the company up to more more uh, speculation, more um, what's the word I'm looking for? Criticism mm-hmm. right now. So okay. I I just don't think he'd be able to pull it off in the way. And and here's the deal is I right now uh, I don't think AEW could pull it off. And I I trust AEW's leadership more. Uh, but if AEW tried to pull it off, all it would do would be bring to light the fact that they have very very few. Yeah, that's it. Black people on their entire roster you know um i mean you got brandy Rhodes, you've got big swole um you've got awesome kong technically mm. yeah that's that's, that's, pretty, that's much it. pretty much it yeah um it would be a very very small nation of domination yeah well i mean technically We're you can the nation of domination don't necessarily have to make it all black though you can technically make it just people of color so yeah, you can you have, have a half Samoan half black guy I was going to just move allude to LAX you can have LAX in there you can have Eddie Kingston in there you can um, have those Puerto Rican chicks those two Puerto Rican chicks that were there this week or yeah this week last week yeah this week uh, from AEW just to have some women as part of the nation uh, to make it more recent. Um, and yeah, like you don't necessarily have to have all black, just you have to have of people of color and not white, you know? But once but, again, yeah, if, if you take a team that historically was black culture you might get uh, in the nation of domination, things there. And, and you, you use people of other minorities primarily and I think that's the word because don't get me wrong Nation of Domination did have other cultures involved but primarily was black culture Uh, you bring in a new Nation of Domination and it does not represent black culture primarily then once again all it does is put a big old spotlight on the fact that you don't have any black people of note working for you and that's a big failing in AEW right now it's a huge failing Um, right and you know, here's hoping that they're working on fixing it. I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I, I think just in general, their minorities um, quotient needs to come up just in general, um, but specifically 
in in black people because like I said we we named off all three in their entire roster um and that's I don't think quite acceptable in the roster of their size you know um, yeah, because they, they have a station of domination with all Asian women. They could do that. Yeah, they can definitely do that. Because they have lots of Asian women. But that they do. Anyways, I think that was three answers from you, was it not? I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to the next challenge. Um, I'll go, I'll go. Okay, so I'll go last so, time. I'm... Okay, do you know? I mean, unless nope. you don't want to go last. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Right. We saved the best for last. That's what we do. Um, all right. So mine's going to be kind of lame. But I'm going <laughs> oh, to <shit>. here. <laughs> um, so guys, Big E is going to be a single competitor now. No more New Day. I would like you to fantasy book Big E's reign as a singles competitor. Okay. Well... I mean, primarily, you say no more New Day, but New Day's not going anywhere. It's just Kofi's in- injured and Xavier Woods is still injured. So right, he's going to be alone yeah. for a hot minute. Mr. Smarks. Yeah. So, but so New Day up. is still going to be New Day. They're still going to be there and involved. I mean, just you t- turn on YouTube on any uh, Monday night or, or or Friday night. And you'll see Xavier Woods live streaming reaction uh, to the new day. So you know it's it's. I mean, he's still going to support his brother, but but that being said, uh, I'm super excited for Biggie to finally get a potential run in the single. Um, don't get me wrong, I loved Kofi uh, winning. That was a great underdog moment, but Biggie winning the Universal Title would have been. Mwah in my opinion. So I think I think Biggie's one of the few from a physical standpoint that that you could tell the story of beating Braun Strowman without having that argument of it makes Braun Strowman look weak. Because Biggie is a powerhouse. Yes. So so I think that's the way that, that I would book it. I wouldn't have him go over to Raw and face uh uh, Drew McIntyre, although that would be fun to do as well. But I think I would have him beat Braun. Um, not, yeah, and uh, and then, you know, to be perfectly honest, I mean, there's a ton of great opponents to bring in for Big E to, to fight that uh, could be really fun to show off him, you know? I mean, John Morrison deserves a shot at singles gold. Uh, and a Big E versus John Morrison singles match would be tons of fun. Um, I think King Corbin versus Big E would be a lot of fun. I think, I, I know DFA's not going to like it, but Matt Riddle versus Big E could be a lot of fun. That would be fun, yeah. Uh, Matt Riddle in, in NXT... No, no, also don't want that. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where I want Matt Riddle. Oh, yeah, yeah. UFC, that could be fun. <laughs> Are you changing his character, though? No. No. Okay. I would not change his character at all. I, I would not change it because, A, once again, uh, I don't think New Day is going anywhere. You change his character, you change the dynamic of New Day. In many ways, Big E was kind of the heart and soul of New Day. Um, and so changing his character just in general. But number two, it's it's gonna be the underdog story. It's gonna be the the uh, brilliant rise to the top story. The only way that you could change his character is if you do, and I pitched this before with with other 
faces winning the belt, you have the storyline of the belt slowly corrupting him. That then, now that he's got the belt, now he's going to start to do anything to keep the belt, slowly but surely. And then he starts to get a big ego and so on and so forth. And that maybe you could do down the road, but I I don't think. I think you throw, I mean, Big E versus Roman Reigns would be something I'd like to see. Um, you said big ego. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't think I'd actually change his his gimmick at all, at least not right off the bat. Uh, Big E versus Daniel Bryan. It would be so... I wish Daniel Bryan would just go back to the eco-warrior Daniel Bryan, um, because that would be perfect in my book. But but I think that's how I would do it. And uh, I wouldn't have him have a huge long run. I mean, this, for the most part, would be killing time while the rest of the new gays, new new day... Oh, just get in trouble for that. Uh, the new day uh, is out. Oh, How did you even stumble upon making that mistake? I've got it's a, a new day. Yes, I got, a, I got a sinus infection, and so sometimes my gah goes like. Anyways, um, new new day versus Drew Gulak. Uh, Biggie versus Drew Gulak would be tons of fun. Um, I it would just be until the new day gets back. Uh, and then I would would have him. I mean, so he'd be, effectively end up being a transitional champion just over, I don't know, three to six months. That's what I would do. And then he can get squashed by Brock Lesnar. Mm. Possibly. Horrible decision. Yeah. Or right. Lars Sullivan. Oh yeah, that's equally as bad. I like it. <laughs> Man, I don't know. All right. Uh, Vincent Kayfabe. What are you going to uh, do? I'm, I'm going to book a Big E where he actually has goes back to being Langston because you had to do that and we had to pause. And now you used my kayfabe, my real name in a kayfabe situation. He's going to edit it out. Don't worry about it. He is, but he can leave that part in so that everybody knows. There's not really a guy named D.A. Vincent Kayfabe. There can be and there is on this podcast. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, just, you know, not tonight, apparently. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, Biggie in singles competition. This is it's exciting. Early, right? Um, I have him rejoin with Dolph Ziggler as Dolph's bodyguard in a feud with um, Drew McIntyre. And then he has a battle for the title with Drew McIntyre eventually. And Dolph expects him to lay down. And that's when Kofi comes out, who has had, already had a feud with Dolph. Like, as as they come back, Kofi comes back and, you know, hits, uh, hits Dolph with Trouble in Paradise. And um, that creates a new feud between Kofi and Dolph in his return. And... Um, the New Day reunites with Big E as the Raw champion. Ooh. So okay. he relives relives his entire history over a six-month period, only amplified with him being the champion. So he's rewriting history in the sense. Oh, I like that. But I still feel like he has to shy away from the New Day completely. Because if... Like I feel like I mean, all you of your weight is not serious. Come out, kick you. What you could do is do a Kofi heel turn, which nobody would see coming. Kofi oh. kicks Dolph. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm done with you. 
and then turns around and kicks Big E a la Finn Balor on Johnny Gargano mm. and then it becomes Kofi versus Big E for the championship with yeah. Xavier Woods as the special guest referee <laughs> yeah so I mean, I could definitely see WWE doing something like that for sure. Use the New Day and all the storyline. And then, yeah, I don't know. I just feel you need to do something more serious that's not New Day related. You got to shy him away from the New Day thing. Because ultimately, if you want him to be anything, you have to get him out. uh, Be like a more serious championship material wrestler. You have to get him out of that. New Day character, I feel. Because yeah, New Day was horrible for Kofi. No, it wasn't horrible for Kofi, but how they did his story, 10 years in the business, so on and so forth. I think they mentioned that Biggie wasn't there for as long as Kofi. Like, Biggie was only there, I think, in 2000. 11, 12. I don't know. They can't do the same story. I feel like it wouldn't. It could work for Big E, but then that's just recycling and that's stupid. Um, I didn't say the same story. I had him joining up with Dolph, for heaven's sakes. No, no. I, I liked your rewriting. It's just. No, I mean, here's the deal. It's the story they can tell with Big E is actually still very similar. Yes, he hasn't been there as long as Kofi. But he also has not been uh, basically been allowed himself. to be by himself since 2014. 2014, he was Intercontinental Champion for a short period of time. Like and I that think he was won really it off the build with the feud with Dolph after he left being under Dolph's wing. Mm-hmm. Yep, he left Dolph. He uh, it was actually October 18th, 2013. Uh, uh, was able to uh, be on his own. Three days later. He teamed up with CM Punk to defeat um, uh, Ryback and Curtis Axel. Um, set to receive an IC championship match at Hell in a Cell, but Axel was pulled. Uh, so he was granted it later on Raw. Anyways, November 18, he received his match. So from November 18 until um, January, I'm trying to find it here. February 23rd. Um, no, Man. excuse me, WrestleMania 30 excuse me that's what it was. but it was um 167 days but that was the last time he was allowed to be a singles competitor and ever since then he stood back and he watched as kofi kingston was able to compete as a singles competitor and then eventually became champion um he watched as xavier woods his tag partner was occasionally allowed to be a singles competitor right so he can tell the same story just say listen uh, now it's my turn you know i've been with this company since 2009 is when he signed with development so yeah that's 11 years there okay you know yeah. he can tell I've been basically with this company story. since before randy orton called kofi stupid <laughs> yeah i don't remember it's messed up because that's the problem I feel because I don't remember Big E outside of the yeah, at all at all at all at all like you that thing you were mentioning with Dolph sorry you don't remember him as what I don't remember Big E sorry I don't remember Big E outside of New Day really well, and I and I think that's part of the point that's part of the story that they can tell is that listen most of these fans don't realize what I can do on my own because I've been in this new day 
and everything. And and to be perfectly honest, that's what Kofi's whole promo uh, with Biggie yeah. was saying. People don't know what you can do. This is your time to shine because you can show people that you can be more than just the silly guy in New Day. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Very I mean, true. they did that with, with Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. Mark Henry had a lot of silly stuff, silly stuff, and then all of a sudden, you could have him just be the reincarnation of Mark Henry. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel like, I don't know if I necessarily want... I don't want them to recycle, though. I want something new. I just feel like with Big E, it has to be a little bit more epic. Um, I do like Nothing that... Nothing is ever is new in wrestling. Ten I years. Know. Nothing's new. Can a guy just hope... Well, and I mean, here's the deal is it's not recycling. It's the simple fact is repackaging. You know, that's that's his story. His story right. is he's been the second guy for basically his entire career. You right. know, he's been the guy who helped Dolph Ziggler. He's been the guy who helped Kofi, the guy who helped Xavier Woods. But now it's his time to show that he's not just the helper. He's the guy. I, I am the guy. Yeah, and and that's what Kofi was alluding to with the speech, like a hundred percent. I mean, keep in mind he was NXT champion before NXT was NXT, right? Well, pretty much right off the bat, FCW, wasn't he? He was the FCW champion. Um, I, don't it, I don't think it was NXT yet. Nope, he uh, defeated Seth Rollins in a no disqualification match to win the NXT championship. So he was the second NXT champion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh wow. Okay, I gotta go back and watch that. And then well, he then. eventually lost it to Bo Dallas. Oh Jesus! Also That's... known as Fake Demon. Yes, Fake Demon. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> I'm really gonna have to get out my art pad and try to like, try to mock that up. Bo Dallas as the Fake Demon. <laughs> Do you believe in the Fake Demon? Oh, well, let's move on. Finally. To my challenge to you guys because this is going to be a little more in-depth because you know how i roll on these things um so the news from a few months ago was that ring of honor is bringing back the pure champion um and then COVID happened and ring of honor got put on hold for a long time and uh they're they're slowly trying to get back to where they can start doing stuff they are of the major american uh promotions they are the last to get back to actually doing anything live and some of it's because they have a fairly large uh bunch of wrestlers from overseas that just can't make it over here right now so they're doing what they can but they're not doing any real shows right now so my thoughts are um i think we do another fantasy booking of the pure championship but this time it's whoever you want current wrestlers only of course um but we are putting together a sweet 16 tournament for the pure champion now here here's the rules on pure championship right uh the matches go this way each wrestler has three rope breaks total for the match right so if they're in a submission hold they can make it to the rope up to three times after they've exhausted their rope breaks submissions and pinfall attempts under the ropes or touching the ropes are considered legal their body has to be in the ring they have to be in the ring um but the rope no longer breaks the pin or the no closed fist punches uh 
no close fist punches to the face. Only open hand slaps or chops to the face are allowed. Punches to other parts of the body are permitted except for low blows. Uh, the first use of a closed fist to the face will get a warning. Second will cause uh, the wrestler to be penalized with a rope break. If he's already out of rope breaks, he will be disqualified. And then uh, out of ring is a 20 count, not a 10 count. So if the wrestler goes to the floor, they have a 20 count to get back into uh, the match. Unlike other championships, though, the pure championship can change hands on a disqualification or a count out. Other than that, it's uh, it's doing the guy that picked the nasty. <laughs> so, so what is there we're a doing? Time machine allowed? Um, nope. Current wrestlers Thank only. Thank God. Yeah, current wrestlers <laughs> only. And and once again, we're doing this bracket style to figure out the the final. So, uh, one person will pick one entrant, the other person will pick another entrant. Um, you'll debate who wins that match, and then switch for the next one so on and so forth until we've had all 16 contestants and then we'll go through the rest of the brackets to declare a winner of the all wrestling pure championship question it's now pure championship in roh yeah i'm yes is is it like a technical wrestler pure championship thing like how does does they're not striking inappropriately yes it's it's designed for pure wrestling, technical wrestling. Um, however, it does not mean flippy doos don't count. You can have yeah. a flippy do in there, but you it's can have really a powerhouse in there. Yeah. But he just has to behave. Mm-hmm. He just has to to behave by the rules because uh, it's designed in a way that can punish people who try to break the rules. Um, would get disqualified. Mm-hmm. Because that WMD out of here. Hmm. Active wrestlers. Okay. Nasty boys Act- are out. Thank God. Yeah. Active wrestlers from any promotion, because we are doing this. So, so who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll open it up. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have cash. Cash. F T R. Cash. Oh. I. You know that was gonna be my first one too. Technically. <laughs> um. You can have F T R okay. versus F T R in the opening match. I mean, that's fine. Interesting. I rather. The guy who wears—I don't remember his name—but the guy from the north uh, who wears the wrestling gear. Josh Alexander. Okay. Yeah. Um, Obviously, interference is frowned upon in these matches, Um, but I'm going to go ahead and I—I think the use of Cash's partner helps, and I think that the distraction means Cash gets. But you forget that Alexander also has a partner. And would also come and aid his friend so that he doesn't get the win by uh, um, interference. Okay. I'm still... If, 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 you, if you're insisting that you get the win on your character, that's fine. I'll have other wins that matter more. No, I mean, either way, I just don't want him winning <laughs> via interference via FTR. I feel like FTR is more more likely to, to do that, though. Yes, I mean, but like North Bailey's uh, distractions are, are better for Sasha than than say Nikki's distractions are for Alexa. Right. Yeah, I agree. But FTR is kind of healing, even when they're I good. I'd love to see that match, though. Oh, they're such great technical wrestlers. I'm almost upset I put them against each other. Um, There's a right, lot more. There. There's a lot more. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll agree with that. Okay. So agreeing with. I'm agreeing with Cash Wilder Wheeler. taking it. Cash okay. Wheeler. Cash Wheeler. Wheeler. Sorry. Why did I pick Wilder? 
Because he used to be Dash Wilder. Oh, right. Yes. My bad. Okay. So, next match. Your first. Chad Gable. Ooh. Shelton Benjamin. Oh. All right. I like that. Um, are we talking I'm MVP? Gable. I'm, I'm, I'm Gable here because Benjamin just hasn't been used wisely in ages. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 I like to root for the little guy sometimes. Remember, there's a lot of wrestlers that are going to be in this, so... No, I get it, but I, I, I'm i going for Shelton for the win because it's about time he gets his say um, and we bring back the old-school Benjamin back and he finally feels worthy and accomplished. I don't know if I like this as a first-round match. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I just have to laugh that both of you are making arguments that the other person's pick should win. I <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's fine. I, I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because I really, really think that that Shelton Benjamin is past his prime. Um, I, I'm gonna throw this to to Smarks for for a uh, tie break here. Which one of these two would you choose, Bud? Uh, I, 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 think... I like, I like, I like JLB's um argument. I, I mean, I do like the idea of one last run for Shelton Benjamin. I just also like the idea of a really good push for Chad Gable. I, I I personally feel like the the upside in the future for Chad Gable is bigger than the upside in future currently for Shelton Benjamin. If this match had come along six even or seven years, years ago, oh, even just, yeah, two years two ago, years. yeah, it might be a different thing. But I think I think Chad Gable has such an upside to him right now. Um, like if I ran a wrestling promotion and Chad Gable was available, he would be one of my stars, period. Mm -hmm. Would I also assign Shelton Benjamin if he was available? Yeah, but he wouldn't be the guy that I put to the top of the rock right now, currently. Um, so that I would vote for game. Okay. So Chad wins. Yeah. Okay. All right. I agree with that. Next one. All right. Um, I'm going to do it. Kenny Omega. I know it's a mid-card championship, but the dude hasn't held the title since he was in uh, New Japan, so... All right, Miz, come on out. Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. Miz Boy, I just want the build-up for that match. I know, I, I know. I see the match, because the match is obviously an Omega win, but I want I just want to see the build-up for it for weeks on end. I know, that's it, yeah. Like, I feel Omega would win as well, but that build-up... I'm just like, like I want him to talk about the fact that we're doing this tournament a year, a year and a half beforehand, a la John Cena versus The Rock, and have a year and a half worth of Miz versus Omega yeah. smack talking. Yeah, that would be <laughs> like, that would be so much fun. Uh, if if but Omega hasn't done much in terms of promo stuff in AEW. If it was maybe NJPW. Omega, uh, Omega, it might be in Japan. May Omega it might be a different story because he's definitely done a lot more promo stuff in Japan than he's ever done any in AE dubs. Um, so you bring that Omega, that uh, Omega from New Japan with his promo skills, and that's going to be a heavy build up. But ultimately, Omega would win that. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, uh, all right. Next match. You're first on this one. Yeah, yeah. Um,. Dolph Ziggler. Good choice. Really good choice. Um, Adam Cole, Bebe. Oh, snap. Mr. Bebe. 
That would be an also an awesome match. Oh, geez. The build would be great, and the match itself would probably be the best one we've booked so far, because I feel like Omega pulls... I feel like Miz and Omega creates a great match. I just don't know that... I don't know. Miz is starting to feel like it has been a little bit. Uh, I hate saying that out loud. God, I hate saying that out loud. Well, I think my biggest problem right now with Miz is I think he's um, spreading himself too thin. I think he's focused on Miz, Miz and Mrs. and the hosting of the exactly whatever yeah. the new show is the the Cannibal. Splash or yeah. Cannibal. I I think Miz right now is focusing on post wrestling career. Yeah, because um, yeah. he knows that his wrestling career part is on the downward slope. Time is running out. Yeah, um, well, he's done all he can do too, right? Like mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like he's just there to build people up. Yeah. You know, uh, so. But anyway, we were talking Dolph. As for Cole Baby versus Ziggler, could have could be one of the best matches of the year. Yeah, not just in this sure. tournament, but of the year. Um, God dang. I, I think the high note right now... Go ahead. I'd just say Adam Cole would get a temper tantrum and Ziggler would get the win because Adam Cole... No. Would be- I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think the high note right now is Adam Cole, baby. Um, but I think Ziggler's really good at elevating the entire tournament. Um, but I think, I think Cole is too. <laughs> like, he, Cole, my, my real answer here comes down to who do I want to see face Kenny Omega? Right, because that's the next round of the bracket, right? Mm-hmm. So, I... Th- uh, Ziggler would be good at that, too, though. Like, if he I lets... Know. Oh, like, none of this is bad. <laughs> I vote Ziggles. Ziggles winning that. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll let you have it. I, oh, Adam Cole out in the first round. Ugh. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> Should have held on to that one. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um... So who do we? Okay, we're still well, going with the rest time, isn't it? To me first, okay. Yep. Um, carrying cross. Oh, I don't know. I'm just not submission. a fan of man. He's got a submission. Well, there's I there's a reason I went that route. Hold on, pick your person. Do 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 Keith Lee. I love this setup. <laughs> I love this setup, and here's why. Now um, it's happening at uh, TakeOver 30? Well, yes. I, the reason I love this setup for this particular tournament is it pushes Keith Lee into the next round because Karrion Cross loses by disqualification, hands down. He oh. needs to lose this match by disqualification. He needs to snap because Keith Lee got his foot on the ropes three times, and mm-hmm. Now that Keith Lee can't get his foot on the ropes, he can't get Keith Lee out. And so he snaps and just starts bludgeoning him. Yeah, that makes sense. And he gets disqualified. And so so even though Keith Lee, um, it it shows weakness in Keith Lee, Keith Lee gets the win and moves on to the next round. That's that's why I chose Karrion Cross because I think it it throws a loophole in this whole tournament that Karrion Cross could have easily won, but because of his temper, if it wasn't for his terrible temper, do you remember yep. the episode of uh, of uh, Saved by the Bell with the if it wasn't for his terrible temper with the substitute teacher, Sparks? You obviously do. Oh, I am sure I've seen it, but I'm not remembering it right offhand. Exactly. Although, although, 
The worst that, part of this COVID thing is now we're gonna have to wait for their Saved by the Bell remake. Uh, it's okay oh, because yeah, it's okay. Mark Paul Gossler just non, un, announced and is launching his own podcast where he is watching Saved by the Bell in order because he apparently <gasps> has never, never watched an episode. No way! Come on, stop. That's the claim, at least. So, so is is this a is this a uh, watch along? I believe so. <gasps> oh my gosh! As a watch along, that'd be so much fun. Yeah, you'll hear commentary about it. You'll hear you'll hear how he doesn't like who he was, and oh my gosh, this would be so much fun. Yes, he'll he's like, he'll no. bitch about Dustin like fifty times. That'll be great. <laughs> oh, I'm loving it. <laughs> He is oh. watching the first season of the podcast. We'll be watching all 16 episodes of the first season of Saved by the Bell, also known as uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss, uh, at the beginning. He's also teamed up with this. is This is totally off subject, but totally worth it. Teamed up with uh, Dashiell Driscoll, creator of Zach Morris's Trash, to watch the series. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's awesome. As I mentioned, when this is happening, um, he is, is starting it right now. Um, first episode is going to be released tomorrow. Is, Stop it! Is nice. it available on Netflix right now? Uh, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I don't even know. I haven't checked. I should look. So, I, I mean, you can Netflix. find him on. I'm sure you can find him on YouTube or something as well. But <laughs> and and for the people listening tomorrow. As of when we're recording this, um, technically starts in seven minutes, um, is July 29th. So by the time you guys hear this... Of 2020. By the time you hear this, guarantee you, this episode will probably be up. So That's uh, awesome. Uh, what's the name of the podcast? Um, I think he's just calling it... Saved by the Bell with... Sorry, go on. I'm trying to remember it. I think it's just calling it like Saved by the Bell with uh, Mark Paul Gossler, but I'm trying to find the exact name of it. Fun, fun, fun. Okay. We got to pick another another match in your first, your JLB. That's me. That's me, Mr. JLB. Um, Gargano. I knew he was going to come into the play here. Of course. I hate his character right now. I hate what they're doing with him. I don't think he's enough fun. Um, uh, I know, but out of all of the wrestling, amazing wrestling that he's done, you have to. Oh, yeah, I mean, if if, if Gargano two years ago, yeah, he's 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 a pick, easy. I'm just saying right now, I don't know, I don't I don't know what they're doing with this character. I don't know if I like it or not. Um, let's go with Cody Rhodes. Oh, okay. I like, that's interesting. <laughs> I like the um, the set personally, I think the setup will suck. I think Cody Cody out mics him by leaps and bounds. Um, yeah, I think the match is good, but I think Cody gets the win. I agree with that. I would say Cody does get the win, um, especially with Gargano's character. Now there'll be a lot of he'll lose his temper. There's a lot of people who are going to be not lose his temper to the point where he's going to get completely messed up, but he'll just. Yeah, no, that's kind of Gargano now, though. He becomes such a whiny little baby, and he tries to cheat, and Cody Rose will just annihilate him uh, once that does happen. And and Cody Rhodes will, too. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Cody Rhodes. My bad. 
I just had to. Sorry. I've been saying Rose for so long that I just can't get used to the proper way. It's okay. Smarks is a grammar Maoist. I believe he got it uh, straight from you, Vincent K. Fabe. I believe that was your. Uh, I'm so not a Maoist. I'm yeah, not you're a Maoist. <laughs> By the way, the name of the podcast is going to be called Zach to the Future. Nice. Okay. And it should already be out for me, technically, since I am an hour ahead of you. Next match. Next match. Oh, it's, it's me, me first. Yep. You, okay. Um, Dax Harwood. Okay, who does Dax go against, JLB? Uh, 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 Maverick. Drake Maverick? Drake Maverick. Congratulations, FTR both made it to the second round, because there is no way I'm having no, Dax Harwood. Yeah. I feel like that would still be pretty dope, though. It could be. Could be. So we have two matches left to pick, or just one? One more. Oh, dang it. I'm not going to get a, pick one of my two people that I had left in my head. Okay. It's fine. Um, I tell you what. I'm going to pick one of these two people. Dude, okay? I won't get the other one. <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm going to give it to you. No, because I don't want them to go against each other, because that would suck. Um, but one of these two people, and I'll pick them based on your choice. It's either going to be Kushida or Taya Valkyrie. Oh, I don't know enough about Kushida, and I'm checking who Tyler Valkyrie is. Not Tyler. Taya Valkyrie. I said Taya Valkyrie. I just... Oh my god, um, can you imagine if it was John Morrison and Taya Valkyrie? Oh my god. <laughs> They're married. Just yes. so you know. Taya Valkyrie is former knockout champion from Impact Wrestling. Oh, so she would be a female entrant in this so far entirely male bracket. <laughs> Can we do that? He didn't make rules. It's fantasy booking. This is fantasy booking. I didn't say you couldn't. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> but is Kashida really mid card though? Neither is Adam Cole. Okay. Bebe, sorry. Yeah. I didn't mm. mean to get that confusing. Te- technically, neither is Keith Lee or Karrion Cross right now either. Or you could argue Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega is currently, Miz. but he uh, shouldn't. Miz, Dolph. This is kind of mid Yeah, but I mean, they've gone now to the mid card, technically. Miz, I would consider now a mid card. The Dolph. The Dolph. The Dolph. The Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph just had a match for the the Raw uh, for WWE Championship. Yeah, but it was out of sympathy. He was never going to win it. They just gave a mid card guy a shot so him and Randy Orton could do their thing. Um, by the way, did you like that match on Raw? I haven't watched Off it. Top. Hmm. All right, you're not going to like my, but it's just because I want to see him in there, and uh, you're not going to like my choice. And I feel like he's going to lose though. You're going to say it whether he wins or loses. Kushida versus Cesaro. I didn't say it was going to be Kushida. I said you get to pick based on who I'm going to choose. And Cesaro with Superman. And I think Taya Valkyrie would be a lot of fun there. And I'd love to see a little bit of the real life love story come out and uh, Morrison come out and root her on. So it's going to be Taya Valkyrie. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Now I don't decide whether or not you have a woman advance past the first round or, you know, she beats your boy Cesaro. And I'm going to leave whatever you choose is fine because you can deal with the backlash at JLB420 on Twitter. 
Um, Real Talk Radio is the brand. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Cesaro is winning. Um, just for the JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand. Um, wow. You let me finish. I could be serious moment. Um, considering I didn't realize we can pick women or I would have added a <laughs> Sasha here and a bliss onto here and so on i i I let you know before that so we could have had sasha versus taya and guaranteed they made it to the next round but But you chose cesaro would have a woman versus man in the next round which would be weird and i get we're doing fantasy but it's just not realistic and wow oh i didn't know vince russo was on this yeah (laughs) um you, you, here's Cornette. what I would say is uh, live if, and in person, folks. Jim Cornette. If if you've ever watched a Taya Valkyrie match, you would totally believe Taya Valkyrie versus Cesaro. Uh, uh, could, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they hadn't actually faced each other at one point uh, during Taya Valkyrie's pre-Impact and Cesaro's pre-WWE days. Um, I mean, Shayna Baszler in this tournament would have been a lot of fun, but I just chose, I chose Taya because I was hoping you'd choose Morrison because you chose Miz earlier. Uh, That's all right, but I'm stick with I'm sticking with Taya, and you just stuck with Cesaro winning at Real Talk or Real Talk Radio Eight. I think is what it is. <laughs> he remembers it and everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I clearly have to go see more of her matches, so I'm very uneducated in the wrestlings of Tyra Vector. This was Superman wins because he deserves a freaking championship and to win a tournament, which he and, might not win this one, but he will at this point. And I have to say that a Taya Valkyrie versus Dax Harwood would be a fun match to watch too, but that's not going to happen now. By the way, again, it's at JLB420. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to the quarterfinals. <laughs> so, um, I will also point out an interesting uh, twist on here. Is... I just want to point out that I'm the, I'm the conservative pig. <laughs> an interesting twist on here, the quarterfinals are split evenly between your picks. Oh. It's because somebody picked his own person to beat Taya Valkyrie at 420. <laughs> JLB420. <laughs> Okay, so starting off, Cash Wheeler versus Chad Gable. Ooh, Gable. Yeah, let's give it a Gable. Pick your guy, Gable. <laughs> I just, I feel like at some point the fact that you're a tag team specialist means that you're going to struggle in this tournament. Yeah. I think this is a good time to do that. The match everyone is probably looking forward to, Omega versus Ziggler. Oh my god. <sighs> I don't want to pick my own guy, but I, I think I gotta I gotta say Omega here. Oh, but that's where the upset happens, and Ziggler comes with. If we go to a tiebreak, you're losing this. Just so you know, <laughs> there's not a doubt in my mind that Smarts says Omega. There's not a doubt in my mind because Ziggler is like 45. Zigzag is ruthless. He does the uh, one wing. Omega does his one wing. Ziggler does it, reverses it into the zigzag and an upset for a one, two, three. So we're taking it to Officer Smart and uh, hopefully he does the right thing, not be biased. I'm not going to do what you think I'm going to do because there's no way Ziggler wins this. First of all, he rarely wins with a zigzag anymore. Uh, People kick out of the zigzag 
all the time. I love the idea of him reversing a one-winged angel into yeah. exactly. I love that. That's a I great idea. Omega still kicks out of it. <laughs> the one-winged angel is is the arguably the most protected move in all of professional wrestling right now. This could no be a one, time limit match that goes 40 minutes to and yes. be a really good match. No one in all of wrestling right now has kicked out of an Omega one-winged angel, period. Not to mention... Our kick out of the one-winged angel? V-trigger to counter a super kick? Yeah, please. Um, The only people who have kicked out of one-winged angels have been people who were put in the one-winged angel by someone other than Omega. Like, uh, Hangman Page hit someone with the one-winged angel, uh, and they kicked out. But Kenny Omega hits the one-winged angel. Right now, it is the finish. Um, don't get me wrong. This is going to be a hell of a match. And it's, uh, of the matches on this bracket so far, it's the one that I would DVR and watch again and again and again. But there is no way that Ziggler wins this. I am sorry. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> well, it looks like Chad Gable versus Kenny Omega. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Fun. Yep. So, moving on. Keith Lee versus Cody Rose. Who? Cody Rose. You know, <laughs> Dusty Rose's son. Dustin Rose's brother. Yeah. Half married brother. married to Brandy Rose. <laughs> Love the flower family. Love them. <laughs> no, no, I'm never going to say Rhodes wrong ever again. This is great. Thank you. Thanks for that. Oh. <laughs> oh. I think the power of Keith Lee is too much to overcome. That's my thoughts. And I know I picked Cody, and I know you picked Keith Lee, and I think the power of Keith Lee is too much to overcome. I'd agree with that. This is not uh, Rhodes's uh, tournament to win. I'd uh, Keith Lee would go on, move on. Okay, and then the final quarterfinal: Dax Harwood versus Cesaro, not Ty Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> Again at JLB420 <laughs> on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm a Cesaro guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. going with, I, I think Cesaro versus, not to mention, I really want to see Cesaro versus Keith Lee. I think that's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, I think Cesaro's pound for pound strength goes up well against Keith, Lee, Keith Lee's strength with agility. Mm. That could also be a really long matchup, too. Yeah, well, imagine the Cesaro swing on Keith Lee. Well, while while we're just talking about it, might as well go to the semifinals and talk about Keith Lee versus Cesaro. Going upwards through the bracket for this one. Yeah, since we're already talking about it, might as well. The the question comes down to, because now we've got three WWE, well, one NXT, two WWE, and a uh, and an AEW. Um, and I I I know you're going to try and make an argument for for Chad Gable to beat. Kenny Omega, I just don't think it'll be good enough to, oh, no. to get him oh, to no. the finals. If, if we're talking um, versus Chad, I'm going with Kenny. Okay, so we already know the winner on the other side. Now the real question is, who do we want to see fight Kenny Omega? Do we want to see Keith Lee versus Kenny Omega? Or do we want to see Cesaro versus Kenny Omega? I'm not upset with either. Like I love the idea of Cesaro getting his sh- moment to shine. Um, I just think there's more plausible I think people consider Keith Lee more plausible to be in the finals against Kenny um, 
but I, I would not be upset with either. And I'm actually going to defer yet another Cesaro match to you to make the decision on. I would really like to see Keith versus Omega, though. So would I. <laughs> that, that would be my choice. But I won't be upset if you choose. But if you, I won't be upset if you choose Cesaro. This no. is also the point where I would have had Taya lose. <laughs> there we go. Just so you know in advance. Probably by yeah. count out. It's how I would have had her lose is by count out. Unless it goes to a double disqualification and it becomes a triple threat. No, because that kind of ruins the the concept of pure. Pure is one on one. All right, Debbie Downer. Um, well, triple threats have no DQ. Well, now there's no count out, no nothing. Like you know. That's true. Okay, you're right. Yeah, that's a valid point. Um, yeah. No, you know what? I I would be more interested in a Keith Lee versus Omega. Cesaro is awesome, and I think Omega and Cesaro would be interesting, but. Um, Keith Lee and Omega I feel like would be a phenomenal main event I do so, find uh, it very interesting that we just chose wins, the Wednesday Night Wars in the finals though <laughs> not only did we choose the Wednesday Night Wars but the two two wrestlers who most people, Cody Rhodes would be in that category and, and I'm not saying but as a whole and so would Adam Cole Bebe, sorry, Adam Cole Bebe would be in that category of, of people we would expect to see that are draws for um, Wednesday night. Uh, but I, I would say most people would say those are the two biggest draws for Wednesday night, too. Yeah, for sure. Right now. Yeah. Right now, yeah. Huh. And amazing. We didn't even plan that or anything. It's just, no. at the top. <laughs> it's, it just landed that way. That's very interesting. So then the real question is, who is the pure champion? Oh, man. I almost want to throw this to like an online vote. But that doesn't give us an answer tonight, and that means it has to wait a week. And then if we don't get any tweets, we're really going to be sad. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer just to do the controversial answer, and then uh, people can tweet at us. No, you're totally wrong. You would be this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have NXT reviews, so I'm going to say Keith Lee. I'm gonna, he's on a winning streak, so I'm going to say Keith Lee because I do the NXT review. It's the only reason I do that. I'm going to say Keith Lee because Omega books women wrestling horribly in AEW. Keith Lee is the pure champion. And I'm not even mad about that. We have totally fucked up this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> NXT wins the Wednesday Night Wars. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the consolation statue. prize. For, you know, losing the Wednesday Night Wars. And like, ah, we'll throw this championship at you. <laughs> God. Oh, snap. Well, at least it has a total cluster F bomb. I, I kind of want to talk about who the who the first match for Keith because you kind of want to take it off of him and, and put him back in, in his own t- world title picture but um, who, who would your first match be for it? either of you for him to defend it first match to defend the pure title well frankly there's there's a wrestler that neither of you guys put on the bracket that I think just begs to be in this and and some of it is uh because I think he was involved in, um, yeah, he he was involved in the pure title when it was active in Ring of Honor originally, and that's 
Daniel Bryan. Oh, that makes snap. sense. Um, he does basically in this. Yep. He actually was the ultimate, the final pure championship holder before yeah. they united it with the unified it with the Ring of Honor World Championship. So so I think I think that makes it a nice kind of full circle for Daniel Bryan to come and challenge for it and eventually beat Keith Lee for it and kind of get it back, reunite him with it sort of a thing. Um, but Keith, you know, here's the list. There have actually only been seven uh, title holders of the Pure Championship in Ring of Honor. Like I said, they're bringing it back, so... Um, there will be an eighth soon. There will be an eighth soon, but um, the the champions, um, three of them now wrestle for WWE. Uh, a fourth no longer wrestles at all, but uh, is a commentator for WWE. So a full half Nigel, of them. Nigel yes, Nigel, yep. So oh, the, oh, uh, the premier holder who won it in uh, the tournament originally, defeated CM Punk to win it, was AJ Styles. Oh, um, man, he would have been great in that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he actually held it for 70 days and then vacated the title when TNA and uh, Ring of Honor split and would no longer allow their people to appear on the opposite so the Ring of Honor pure title was actually being held by a TNA title, uh, TNA wrestler. Yes. Um, and so when they split, it was vacated. The second holder was Doug Williams, who won it in a tournament, defeated Alex Shelley, my man. Motor City Machine Guns right there. Um, after that, John Walters held it for 189 days, um, also wrestled under the name RJ Brewer. Then Jay Lethal, Ugh. Samoa Joe, I say he also makes a lot of sense in this, but right mm-hmm. now he's a commentator. Nigel McGinnis and then Brian Danielson. Nig- Nigel McGinnis beat Samoa Joe for the Pure Championship, huh? Mm-hmm. That's pretty um, cool. It it's so tough because uh uh we modern only know Nigel McGinnis as a commentator uh because he had to retire was forced to retire from wrestling due to injury. Um yeah. but but he, if you can go back and watch some of his stuff, oh, he's got some great older matches. He is, he is phenomenal. Um, and I mean, he even wrestled in TNA later as Desmond Wolf, um, where he had a lot of success there. Uh, but he was the Ring of Honor Pure Champion. He was the Ring of Honor World Champion. He was the TNA World Tag Team Champion um, with Magnus, aka Nick Aldis. Um, I mean, he's a phenomenal wrestler. It, it was just a, a shame that he had to retire due to due to injury. Um, so of those pure championships, not only did he beat Samoa, Samoa Joe, but he held it for almost a year. 17 defenses. Samoa Joe only defended it six times. Wow. Okay. And then Brian Danielson, like I say, he won it. But then that exact day was when they unified it to the Ring of Honor World Championship. It was a unification match, actually. So Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, was the Ring of Honor World Champion, and then he beat some, uh, beat Nigel McGinnis to win the Pure Championship, and then Murray. But hmm, fair enough. I think I think Bryan Danielson, Daniel Bryan, either way, that's who I would have taken off. Who would you have? 
BLB. Uh, who would win out of that or take him well, on? Who would, who would take it off of Keith Lee? I do like Daniel Bryan. I find it silly that we didn't put him in the in the tournament. Um, I don't like Daniel Bryan. That's why he wasn't in the tournament for me. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> Fair enough. That's um, at DA Vincent K. Fabe. <laughs> um, was Gulak in the tournament? Nope. You did not put him in the tournament. Oh my god. We really missed out on some good. Uh, well, there was only. But I don't see Gulak. Yeah, I bet I don't. I don't see Gulak beating Keith Lee technically. Um, well, that's the only way he's gonna beat him is technically. But I'm Ching. Well played, well played. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who would beat Keith Lee right now. He's just. He's the big guy. And we're only picking. De- we're picking. Well, we could pick anyone we want, right? Technically, yeah. to beat Keith Lee for it. Yes. Yep, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Kayfabe? I think that big bitch taps. And I think he taps to the Cure Fuda Clutch. Shayna Baszler, new and first ever women's pure champion. Oh, snap. I, I would not actually have a problem with that either. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually pretty awesome. I don't know. The win- <laughs> Ia Jax is dragging her around on Raw. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Ia Jax is just going to cause injuries. That's the way she retains and wins titles. <laughs> she doesn't even have the title. She can't even retain anything. I'm gonna buckle bomb you into the bottom buckle and just your head, just your head. So Nigel McGuinness beat Samoa Joe for the pure title. He defeated Roderick Strong, followed by B.J. Whitner, Jay Lethal, Samoa Joe, Claudio Castagnoli, A.K.A. Cesaro, mm. Cesaro again, Tony Mamaluke, Austin Aries, Cesaro again. Oh. Uh, Christopher Daniel. And, and this was this was 2006 when Christopher <laughs> Daniels was still, you know, relatively young and limp. Apparently, it's guys named Daniel that I don't like. Uh, which, 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 which uh, then leads us to um, him defeating Brian Danielson by countout, then defeating Jay Lethal again, Conrad Kennedy the third. I don't know offhand. Um, then homicide. Actually, Conrad Thompson. Oh, really? How oh, cool? No, it's not. Um, <laughs> then Roderick Strong. Then Colt Cabana. Then Delirious, and then finally losing to Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan. Um, so they do put some big guys in there. Yeah, they put some big guys in there, and there was no 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 uh, lightweight by any means. So I mean, that's that's no, a heck of all time though. It would have been Kurt Angle and a heartbeat in this. There well, is maybe. No- Maybe sometime we we do one that's an all-time pure championship, but not today. Not tonight. So do you got anybody yet? Nope. Nope. Still on the blank. No Timothy Thatcher. No No Oni Lorkin. No. I'm not a fan of Lorkin, honestly. I, I appreciate Ooh, his time. I'd like to hear you and Smarks debate whether or not Thatcher or Lorkin's the better wrestler. Because Smarks does not like Thatcher. It's not uh, that I don't like Thatcher. I just love Oni Lorcan. I love I if you get a chance, follow Oni Lorcan on Twitter. He is he's one of the best. I love him on Twitter. It's his Twitter game that you love. Uh he tweets all in caps. Every tweet is him yelling. Uh 
and he is hilarious. But no, I love Oni Lorcan in the ring, but his Twitter game is is 100% on point. See what his most recent tweet was. Well, his most recent one was just, follow me! <laughs> See, and what type of yell is it? Was it a yell like that, or was it like, follow me! Well, I mean, you're going to have to put that in, in your own words, because... Uh, because I mean that's however you read him. True. You know what's very interesting um, in terms of Twitter and based off his character. So um, Brody Lee, before he was even picked up by AEW, always had this thing. It's Monday, you know what that means. It's Tuesday, you know what that means. He's still keeping up with that on Twitter, and I'm curious as to if if ever he's gonna put this as like a character gimmick. Oh no. With- he 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 totally made it a character. He uh for a long time he he was berating um Evil Uno because Evil Uno wasn't reminding him what day of the week it was. Ah, so so he, Evil Uno's job was to to tell him what day of the week it was. Oh snap. Okay. July 24th Oni Lorkin tweeted, "I don't get in bar fights anymore. I promised my mom." <laughs> Matt Riddle. This is a place I would have put Matt Riddle. And if you really want to piss me off, you can say Matt Riddle. Either one would be fine. You got to pick somebody to beat Keith Lee. God, I can't stand the idea of Matt Riddle beating Keith Lee. Ugh. Anyway. Mm. Well, Matt Riddle has beaten Keith Lee, though. Shut up. So it could very well. (laughs) Damn it. Why didn't I think of Matt Riddle, bro? Fuck. I mean, F-bomb. See, see, here's the deal. If we ever do a pure wrestling um, time machine one, if someone does not choose classic William Regal or Steven Regal, if you want to do that. Lord Steven Regal. Yeah. If if someone doesn't choose him, what are we even doing? The man's man, Steven Regal. (laughs) No, don't choose him. Don't choose that version of Regal. I'm not a fan of Steven Regal to be honest with you, but hold on. I do appreciate his technical talents. Cause when I watched WrestleMania X seven <laughs> and I watched the match with him and Chris Jericho, I thought that was a phenomenal matchup. Oh, he, and, he has put on some phenomenal matches and we will talk more about that on our Patreon exclusive review of WrestleMania X seven coming out. I mean, we're going to record it this weekend. So. See? Foresight. Foresight. Woo, woo. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear what we think about WrestleMania X7, make sure to head over to Patreon.com and uh, sign up. It's going to gonna be there. Yep. Listen to. But anyways, well, we will move on to Ring of Honor, AEW, or Impact. This is our game where I give a list of three WWE wrestlers that they need to choose to relocate to a different company. One of those three companies that I previously named. Um, The choices for the first round for me, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Drew McIntyre. I didn't really have to be. What's your link here? I didn't really have a link. (laughs) These were just the names that came to me today. Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Daniel Bryan. Wow, yeah, there's no correlation at all. Um, I mean, technically, they're all current or former WWE champions. Okay, don't be lame. Get out of here. But that's tenuous at best. They both have Hmm. uh, two names. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. Okay. Um, Am I going first? I guess I'll go first. Uh, So, 
Daniel Bryan is going to AE Dubs just because I feel like he would have such phenomenal matches with Young Bucks and Omega and Rose and Rhodes and <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I just think he would be a nice fit there. Uh, although you know he has been in ROH for quite some time, um, I would want to see Roman to go to ROH because I don't want to unfortunately see him anywhere near there and i think drew mcintyre would be awesome in impact um against moose um also even against eddie eddie no not eddie the guy who just won the title on impact eddie edwards eddie edwards i was gonna say kingston i'm like no that's that's AE dubs um and yeah i just think he would be a better fit than Roman would uh, if because I don't see Roman an impact at all maybe as a character because impact likes their characters and stuff but um yeah that's my go-to so Brian AE dubs McIntyre uh McIntyre and impact and Roman in our way um I'm gonna I'm gonna open my heart here a little bit and uh this is partially because I don't like him and it's mostly because I don't want to see him get any more concussions. And I think he could go and be part of the pure championship. So I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan to ROH just mostly because I don't want to see him get another concussion. And in AEW, that is almost a guarantee. Um, unfortunately, they're just a little bit bloodier, a little bit harder core. Um, more hardcore. I'm going with harder core. I'm going with it. Harder core. There we go. Um, I like. I. I'm gonna play a little bit of a political game as well, and I'm gonna go ahead and put Roman on uh, AEW for some color. <laughs> Jeez, that's really it. Um, I don't know that he'd be that great. I, I. I guess a Mox versus Roman match would be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and I think he could call himself Samoan Joseph. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the deal: is he's actually it, Samoan, and he calls himself, and his real name's Joe. I mean, that's no. what what um, I was gonna say is Roman Reigns to AEW would arguably the be the closest thing to a Hulk Hogan moment for yes, AEW you could possibly get. Uh, yeah. He is the biggest name star from WWE. Uh, really possible for them to bring over, you know. Because they literally they the face of the big match, John. No, and so no, I get that. And, and so, then uh, I I do not disagree that Eddie Edwards versus Drew McIntyre would be fantastic. Um, Drew cut his teeth in championship caliber wrestling in Impact, and um, uh, Drew Galloway returning to Impact. What's Drew Galloway doing in the Impact Zone? would not piss off anybody who watches Impact. Not a single person. So, Drew Galloway would happen again, and he would be on Impact. Okay. Snap. All right. That's fair. So who's going next? Oh, I'll go. Um, we're going to go with MMA stars. Oh. So, Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Riddle, Brock, and Shayna. I was going to go with Bobby, but he didn't really have a very good MMA career. And all of no, them had reasonable MMA careers. Didn't he win his MMA matches? Bobby? Yeah. He was like two and six, he, I think. Or two and two. Oh, you, 
Six? Oh, oh snap. Okay, I thought he only did legit two matches, and I guess that was the only two matches I heard of that he won, so I figured that was yeah, it. I'm going to look it up right now. Bobby, you guys think about it, but Bobby Lashley MMA record. So his MMA record is 4-0. Oh, See? okay. Well, tough shit to me. Fuck that yeah. one up. You still have Matt Riddle, Brock Lesnar, and Shayna Baszler. Okay. Um, I believe this is also the first time we've done a crossover of genders in this game. I think it is the our first mixed gender one, correct? Nice. Well done. Um, okay, I'll go first. So I think Shayna Baszler in Impact would be fun with the women's division there. I feel like uh, they would each each give each other a good run for their money. Um, if she were to if she were to go to AE Dubs, I feel she would just dominate too much in AEW. Mm, I'm second guessing that. But I do want to see Matt Riddle in <laughs> AEW. So yeah. the bro is going there. And uh Rock can uh, just go to uh <laughs> ROH. Okay. I, I do I have to I don't understand why you shit on ROH every time. Because I never watch like... You act like it's the shit territory. Like some places, it's really good. In fact, in women's, it's really good. And, and I get that. I don't know enough about ROH, and that's why. So I know more about AE Dubs and, and Impact. Um, it's not to say that. It's just I wouldn't know what I'm talking about if I say I'll bring so this person off. So that's your way. That that's your your bottom destination because you're like well i I don't want to fucking see that person anymore i'm just gonna let out the f-bombs because i'm tired just so everybody knows so so i have a correction i i was wrong his uh mma record actually is 15 and 2 oh he had a really good mma record yeah um he he was 4-0 in his early career before he joined strike force um but he never went ufc but he never went UFC, but he was Strike Force, Titan Fighting Championship, Shark Fight, and Bellator. Um, what was his Bellator record? Because that's that's obviously the closest to UFC that you're going to get in terms of. I mean, Strike Force um, was good too, but. Defined uh, listing a specific Bellator record. Oh, I mean, some would even say Bellator is better than UFC, technically. A lot would, yeah. Yeah, a lot. So, so Bellator. He is 5-0 and in Bellator. Jeez. Okay, he was better than I gave him credit for. Why did he leave it? Money? Had to be money. I guess money. Yeah, I guess he wasn't making enough kind of thing. He's like, it's not just fake wrestling. Well, there's yeah. something to be said for not getting injured on a regular basis. He um, apparently Bellator. is still technically under contract to Bellator. So if he okay. uh, ever were to leave WWE for MMA, he would be under contract to Bellator to start off. So theoretically, we could see Jake Hager versus Bobby Lashley in a Bellator match. How's Jake Hager's record? Um, a, All told, from what I heard, I mean, he's technically undefeated, but um, only he's, on, matches, no? he's only done like four matches yeah. and they've all been against Goobers, you know? Yeah, when you get to 15 matches, Bobby Lashley's had some matches. Yeah, not all of them could have been Ubers. That would have been weird. But I mean, to be fair, CM Punk had went MMA, but the, and he oh, but then again, he wasn't really necessarily facing. Yeah, he was facing a Goober. Wasn't he facing someone that also didn't have? CM Punk was not good in MMA. Yeah. Either, so neither was Batista. Uh, so all told, right now, Jake Hager is uh, two wins and one no contest. Um, Lashley. 
So he he won by submission. No con- contest. Um, that's when he accidentally uh, need the other guy in the groin oh. too many times, and then the other guy was unable to continue. Um, <laughs> yeah. Accidentally too many times, huh? Yes, accidentally too many times. Um, in the first round, in the first minute fifty six. Wow. Damn. How many times? That's crazy. The first minute. Wonder if like I can. Uh... Two, two unintentional groin strikes, like n- big old knees to the groin. He claims he was going for uh, knees to the gut, uh, and he just was hitting low, but they were pretty obvious knee to the groin. And it's one of those. I didn't watch the whole match, which is funny because it was a minute fifty-six. You'd think I could have worked right. in a minute 56 but uh the highlights that i saw of it kind of made it look like he was uh not in a positive position uh and these groin strikes was his way of like i'm not gonna lose this match oh uh, i might just be throwing shade here but um but here's the deal right to tell you about the goobers that he's faced right None of the three people that he's faced even have Wikipedia pages. And anyone could create those. And to to you, Mr. Jake Hager, I say that's at Raw and Order WBU on Twitter. Yeah, bring it. Again, at Raw and Order WBU. That's fine. And then we'll just set him up a match with Bobby Lashley, and then he'll get his ass whipped. And And then then... we'll get to see the match that we just mentioned would be great. (laughs) Yes. So do it. Bring it. I'm doing the rock, just bring it motion. <laughs> okay. So you had, you had, you made your choices. It was uh, Riddle, Riddle to A-Dubs, um, Baszler to Impact, and Brock to ROH. And I just was kind of dogging on you because you, you say ROH is where wrestlers go to die. That's just because I don't quit. That's and I, I am going to uh, switch a couple up, but surprisingly, I am going to not switch the one that I think you think I'm going to switch. Um, Baszler to AEW. That's where I was going with her, too. Because, <laughs> um, A, the AEW uh, women's roster can use some more help. Um, that's dang near Becky to AEW. That's how good that is. And that would be phenomenal, and I would love to see it. So, there's that. Riddle to Impact... Uh, because he's 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 got this fun character, and there's uh, a group on Impact called the Rascals that their their whole gimmick is pot smoker, right? <laughs> okay, fair oh, so you bring, you bring Riddle into that. They come out their their entry music even has the bong <laughs> in it. <laughs> um, so so you send him there, and he he befriends the Rascal, ah, uh, and you just kind of. You know, be like, I don't know why he likes them so much. <laughs> uh, and Brock's still going to to Ring of Honor, but not you... because that's where they go to die. Just because I would, I I well, love watching Brock. Die. I love watching Brock throw people around, and Ring and of Honor do it there <laughs> has a lot of people that he could just throw around. I'm going to go ahead and say I also like the idea of him in in ROH because he gets this is the primary reason I would choose Brock in ROH because he's going to get handed a mic and we get to see just the absolute chaotic 
horrible mic skills of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> it's not going to get handed a mic, though. He'll still be that monster that doesn't talk. Pretty sure they'll get more publicity off the stupid shit Brock says. On Ring of mic. Honor hands anybody a mic. <laughs> and they will get so much publicity off of it. And you'll go, crap, I got to start watching ROH now. <laughs> because they'll hand him a mic and it'll be on ESPN. Like, that's <laughs> how bad it'll be. Damn. All I can say is if you watch his interviews and his match leading up with Kane Velasquez, you're like, oh, fuck. You need to go back to the country, Hillbilly. Oh. <laughs> no, he, he definitely can't talk. The problem is he's he's built as this crazy monster, but when he talks, he talks like he's just a 160-pound Hillbilly guy that you know doesn't know anything. So he, I don't think he would be where he was uh, and I guess it's not even an argument if it wasn't for Paul Heyman talking. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. They'd have oh. found somebody. They, yeah, Brother Love would have been back. Like, they'd have found somebody to talk for. <laughs> but just here, here. Do you, do you, either of you know who Cheeseburger is? Oh, you mean the guy off of Veggie Tales? No. <laughs> Cheeseburger is a wrestler currently for Ring of Honor. He is five foot eight, 136 pounds. Do you remember when he when he was tossing around Zach? Oh, Zach Gowan, the one oh, like wrestler. Yeah, this this would be. I I gotta be honest. I bet you Cheeseburger weighs less than Zach Gowan. Oh my gosh, uh, he is he is tiny. He's he's a fun wrestler, but to watch Brock Lesnar throw him around, to watch Brock Lesnar throw Jay Lethal around. <laughs> Uh, a that match with Jay Lethal's life, like he's been injured a lot in his <laughs> career. Uh, Flip Gordon, who, true to his name, does a lot of flips, uh, but he's also a flat earther, so I'd love to see him get thrown around a bit. <laughs> um, uh, so many of these people in, and then there are a lot of like bigger wrestlers. Like, I would love to see PCO versus Brock Lesnar. That would be all sorts of fun. Or uh, either of the Briscoes, Mark or Jay Briscoe. That would be a ton of fun. Hmm. Dan Math, Beer City Bruiser versus Brock Lesnar. Beer City Bruiser is a very, very rotund sort of guy. Um, he's also missing a bunch of teeth. Tons of so yeah. So, so you did some fun stuff with ROH instead of just yeah. This, it, is, this isn't about die. sending him where to go to die. It's it's about the fact that I really do think that. Uh, he would be a ton of fun in Ring of Honor. Oh, and he would, like I said, his his lack of promo skills would be gold for publicity for that that organization. And I mean gold. People would tune in just to be like, what stupid thing is Brock going to say this week? Well, I mean, here, here's the deal is we, we live in this era where we have all of these wrestlers with really really good promo skills that we almost forget that our entire youth was filled with wrestlers who did not have good promo skills but we loved them anyways Hexagon um, uh, Duggan. Hap- Duggan or Ultimate Warrior <laughs> so nothing he ever said made any fucking sense period and occasionally it was racist as all get out too yeah 
but he just he would do it and we just ate it up because we're like oh yeah the ultimate warrior goes up to the clouds and gets all the power and uh, defeats <laughs> the enemy uh, sure sounds good <laughs> me and all the little warriors are gonna destroy Hulkamania with all the little Hulksters Hulkamaniacs that's what it was yeah that's oh right. my gosh <laughs> um and don't get me wrong, I I absolutely love uh, Macho Man, and some of his promos were absolutely the wonderful. He rises to the top. Um, Great. but at the same point, some of his promos made no fucking sense. Which is why he was called the Madness. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep in mind, he was most probably coked out on some of those promos as well. I want to see a promo off between Scott Steiner. Oh, Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man in, in a bad promo. Well, I mean, unfortunately, you won't be able to see this ever. No. <laughs> no, you won't. The only person that's alive is Scott Steiner. Steiner. Yeah. Uh, but hot <laughs> I, was I, I think Steiner. Fiddle the Nick all this now. That's weird. I, I, I think Steiner is probably the worst, though, out of all of He cut some really good ones back in the day. But that's back in the day, but anything now, recently. Now it's really crazy. That like, it's math even crazy. Yeah, the math that promo. That promo that he did was just stupidly ridiculous. And I'm just like, what do you mean? And it, I felt like he was so serious about it. And I was just like, stop. stop 72 dude. times. And, and 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> that's that. Everybody loves that. Anyway. All right. We have a third AEW. Uh, it's my turn, no? Impact, yeah, AEW Impact ROH. Alrighty, so we are... The Nasty Boys. Please, God, not the Nasty Boys again. (laughs) No, 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 we have to put current people now. Oh, no, we can put whatever we want. Um, uh, why would you put that in my head? Tag teams. What? Go on. (laughs) So, we are going to go with... mm, I feel like that's already been done but we are going to go with ah uh, man i feel like we did this okay because i was gonna say factions have we done a raven's flock i don't know we yeah. can do it again our opinions might have changed <laughs> it's a podcast man <laughs> you know how many podcasts i listen to the same the same shit over and over and over again it's fantastic <laughs> you made me feel so much better thank you um so we're going with factions um and we are going with most likely they're all gonna be wcw factions so we have raven's flock we have nwo and then we have what's their hold on let me just Podcast is limited to 17 hours, bud. Let's get going. <laughs> well, while you're thinking, Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, you are about to enter a world close to parts unknown. Ah, smell it, Warriors. Do you, Hulk Hogan, look for a place to hide? Or do you, Hulk Hogan, face the challenge that may be more powerful than even you are, Hulk Hogan? Did that even that, make any sense? That's a direct quote. That is a direct that quote. That is definitely a direct quote. Oh, that's okay. I got it. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this faction or not, but I thought they were awesome because they represented my country. Um, <laughs> so we got NWO. We got... 
sorry, yeah. So we got NWO, we got Ravens Flock, and we got Team Canada, which comprised of Lance Storm, Mike Awesome, uh, I believe it was was it Tammy Lynn Cinch that was part of Team Canada? I just remember it being Lance Storm, Mike Awesome, and uh, what was his name? He was a pretty kick-ass character in WC. You guys know who I'm talking about with Team Canada? I remember, but I was too busy looking at Ultimate Warrior quotes. Uh, so it was with Lance Storms. It was kind of like similar to the Heart Foundation almost, right? But it was called Team Canada. And I'm just... Mm-hmm. I've got it so like here. the Heart Foundation, it was it was a group of Canadians. Yes, it was just like the Hart Foundation, except it wasn't anybody with the last name Hart, um, and they weren't brought together because they were really, really good at wrestling. Uh, even though some of them were good at wrestling, I'm just saying that wasn't their whole thing. And they, is they Skipper, like is that I feel like I was um, Skipper. Elix Skipper was in it at one point, even though he's not Canadian. Right. Um. Uh. I I had forgotten that. Carl Ouellet was was one of it. PCO was a member of Team Canada. Oh, really? <laughs> um, so also was Jim Duggan when he turned bad and turned uh, against the United States. <laughs> uh, Lord. And uh, Jacques Rougeau and Major Guns, which was Tylene Buck. Mm. I don't really um, care and, what her name was. And technically, uh, Bret Hart part of it. Oh, yeah? Okay. That I... Uh... There you I have just it. remember the Elix so, Skipper days. So, NWO, Ravens Flock, Team Canada. Um, <laughs> it is so so silly that I'm going to say this, but oh, it's it's like 99.9% because I want Landstorm and AEW. So, Team Canada to AEW. Oh. Because um, uh, I like him, and he's foreign. <laughs> um... You like him? He's foreign. Listen to prior episodes to be able to find out what that's all about. <laughs> um, and so um, Raven's flock uh, would go to Impact, partially because Raven has been in Impact before, so it, it makes sense there. And then uh, the NWO to Ring of Honor, because, I mean, they already do Too Sweet and Ring of Honor sometimes. And, I mean, they basically had copycat NWOs quite a few times, so might as well get the originals. <laughs> okay, right. so um, you had NWO to Impact, I can't believe you did that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Raven's Flock to... I assume this is a time machine and they're wrestling in their prime, right? Of course. Okay. Raven's Flock to um, Impact uh, to face off against... I believe it's James uh, James Mitchell's Ministry. I think is what it's called. Anyway, James Mitchell's group. Um, I am going NWO to. Oh man, this is solely to put Lance Storm in AEW. NWO <laughs> is going to ROH. Wow. Uh, and it, it puts because it puts Brett and. Um, Lance Storm in AEW. It doesn't just put Lance Storm in AEW. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna put NWO in ROH, and it will. Does ROH have any factions? Yeah, right they've got. Now, uh, I don't know if they do right now. I mean, they've got Villain Club. They've got uh, the Kingdom. 
They've got oh, a couple others. I mean, factions. I mean, Ring of Honor is where Bullet Club really got popular in the United States, even though they were a New Japan thing. So, right. No, but I mean, now recently, because all I knew is ROH had the Bullet Club. That's essentially where it originated, at least in the States. But uh, I just didn't. It's actually, what created the Villain Club is a spinoff of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he said the Villain Club, I'm like, okay, I'm a club knockoff. Not a knockoff. Spinoff. Yeah. It was knockoff. <laughs> no, I mean, literally, it was Marty Scurll was part of Bullet Club. And when uh, the rest of the elite left to go to AEW, mm. he was left behind. And so he basically said, we're not the elite. We're not Bullet Club anymore. We're Villain Club. So. Snap. Okay. Literal spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there. Well <laughs> played. Uh, so long as so long as um, NWO does not have any booking control, they can go to ROH. If they have any booking control, they can go to Impact. So that's where I'm at. All right, fair enough. Hopefully they don't have any booking control though, because uh, it's enough with their bookings. Freaking Kevin Nash just ruining Kevin Nash and Hogan just ruining everything. I f- I blame Hogan for uh, TNA's falling. I'm pretty sure that Hogan played by the rules more often than people think. Yeah, I I think I think Hogan not societal rules, wrestling rules. <laughs> Hogan gets a whole lot of crap, but Hogan was a brilliant marketer who knew what sold tickets at the time. And at the time, him being champion sold a lot of tickets. Him winning matches sold a lot of tickets, even all the way through the NWO, right? But think about it this way. It, it, every report uh, backs this up. Hogan was the one who came up with the idea for Goldberg to beat him on an episode. On Monday night. <laughs> yes. That was Hogan. Hogan came and said, hey, I'm the world champion right now. And I think it is best business for right now for Bill Goldberg to beat me on Monday night. Mm. You know, that's... Uh, and it was that, a home run. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the biggest Monday night nitros possible, you know, ever snap. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. If if you look at the final 20 minutes of either show, I can almost guarantee WC, not WCW, not only won that night, that 20 minutes, they won that 20 minutes by a landslide snap. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, that was a very epic, epic moment though. Because that was the first time Goldberg won, right? The championship? The first yes. time. Well, not a championship. The WCW championship. That's what I mean. That's the first time yeah. he won the championship. I think he only won it once, didn't he? Yeah, if I'm you remembering correctly. Goldberg only won it once? Yeah. Really? He might yeah. have beat Booker for it at one point. I don't know. But I thought he only won it once. He was supposed to have a rematch at one point after Kevin Nash beat him for it. But he went to jail. The- taser but uh it fell through on that but so yeah world heavyweight championship once in wcw now that's wcw he's gone on to be uh wwe hall uh heavyweight champion one time and universal champion twice and yada 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 right but in terms of wcw he only won the heavyweight championship one time damn all right fair enough i thought for some reason he had like two or three runs with it he did have uh, two good. runs with the u.s champion oh okay maybe that's what i'm thinking of then so, quite possibly so well uh, 
La-dee-da. Anywho. But I think that will bring us uh, to the end of this here episode of Fantasy Booking Institute. Um, make sure, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you use, click that little subscribe or follow or whatever button it is on your podcast listening platform of choice um, to make sure you get notified every time we post a new episode. Also, share this. It is the easiest and cheapest way to support us. If you enjoy our podcast and you like it, you want more people to hear it, just share us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Friendster. I don't care which one you use. Just <laughs> share us. Uh, get us out there. You can even send up smoke signals or make little business cards and hand them out to your friends. That's sharing as well. That costs a little bit of money, though, so social media is a little cheaper. Um, you can also find us on Patreon. We mentioned it before, but we're going to going to be doing our Patreon exclusive review of WrestleMania X7. Uh, we'll be recording it later this week, so it'll go up on Patreon for our Patreon backers. Um, Patreon.com slash raw and order WBU. Um, if you'd rather just support us by buying some merch, shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order WBU. Uh, you can get the not a cop t-shirt. Soon I'll be putting up a cat ass trophy t-shirt. Um, so there's all sorts of fun there. Um, or you want to support us in another way, hit up Apple podcasts and give us five stars, just like the number of aneurysms Jim Cornette had watching double or nothing. <laughs> Cause I'm going to stick with that for as long as I can. That's funny. Um, I, I love until it. Until Cornette finally admits that he did like the show. Uh, I don't even care if he admits that he likes the show. Dude's a creepo anyways. I'm going to keep saying it. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K. Fabe. And, of course, you can follow and tweet at JLB at at JLB420 Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8 that website folks it ain't a .com it ain't a .ca it's www.realtalkradio.online because that's where you can find me on the web and uh, that's my spiel and I'm sticking to it it's also a cheaper website to buy um, the other ones weren't available. It wasn't necessarily cheap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do also have a Wix site you can go to. It's going to be in the pin tweet on my Twitter or in the doobly-doos for this particular uh, episode and pretty much all of the episodes. There you can find all the ways to enjoy us. You can even listen to the show right there. Um, and uh, there will be links to the um, Patreon and the Spreadshirt shop there as well. So um head on over there but that'll bring us to the end we will close the book on the fantasy booking institute thanks everyone for listening we will see you soon cat astrophy to the nasty boy still <gasps> This is Carpool Shenanigans with Justin Mitch. A show about two friends telling stories and making history. With everything created and recorded in the car during our commute to and from work. So hop in and put your strap on on. Let's get weird. <laughs>